Well, hello, and welcome to The Insecurity Project. I'm your host, Jamin Fraser, and I am on a mission to end the unnecessary suffering caused by the fear of not being good enough. We've all got it. We've all got to work through it. But thankfully, there is a clear, intelligent, and complete solution to the insecurity problem, and that is what this project is all about. Hope you enjoyed today's program. Good morning, folks. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. Today's topic is self-sabotage. It comes up very frequently in the coaching work that I do. People get so frustrated that there's something inside them that gets in the way of success all the time. They imagine they're going to behave in a certain way that's totally aligned with the goal. They think they're going to do all that they said they were going to do as a as evidence of commitment to that goal, yet they find that part of them gets in the way, part of them resists the very thing they think they want, part of them shows up in a state that doesn't have any access to that outcome and sabotages the result. Seems so frustrating, seems so annoying, so ridiculous. Why would anyone do that? What's wrong with me? Um, But as you may have gathered, I love to deconstruct human behavior. I love to explore what for. I'm convinced that every negative behavior has a positive intention. We're not trying to ruin our life. We're just looking for peace and comfort. We're just doing the best we know how. So if you can uh, refrain from imagining human behavior as messy and mysterious and complicated and weird and unknowable and, and realize it's just it's quite scientific, it's a system. We, people work perfectly. The results we're getting are the exact results we've designed our system to produce. So there's no mystery involved at all. It's just judgment that stops us seeing clearly. We, we can't afford to be honest. We can't afford to really be vulnerable and see what's going on in case we find the wrong thing, in case we find something that proves we're inadequate, we are inadequate or, or worthless or, or no good. So that's why we don't do self-awareness work and that's why we don't explore patterns like self-sabotage and that's why we don't change them. But if you turn the lights on, have a clean conversation, it's amazing what you can see and it's amazing once you can see it what you can do with it. Awareness always leads to more choice. So let's bring self-sabotage into the light and deconstruct it as a strategy. And so quite simply, self-sabotage is always an attempt, a search for certainty. Self-sabotage, when you see it show up, it's evidence that there is a lack of certainty and it therefore is a strategy to move you toward certainty. Tony Robbins, Six Core Needs, who I'm going to see in the flesh incredibly, at his Date with Destiny program on the Gold Coast shortly. Um, shout out, Tony, if you're listening. Uh, his finest contribution, six core needs. Great work. Uh, need number one says we need the need for certain. We need the need. We have a need for certainty. That's that's about control, order, um, security to to know what's happening next. We don't survive in uncertainty, uh, and so. If you don't have a high quality way to meet your need for certainty, then you're still going to have a need. You're still going to have that need met. Your system will construct a strategy to make sure that you still feel certain. So here's the thing with self sabotage: you have a plan, you have a goal, you have something that you're reaching for, something that you'd like to achieve, and you're moving toward it. Uh, you don't know it's going to work. You hope it's going to work, but you're not sure that it will work. So so if you get into a place where you feel like your success is very uncertain, then you're moving into a certainty deficiency. So the patterning then is to move you towards certainty. 
And if failure is more certain than success, then your system lovingly, your unconscious lovingly gets in the way so that you move toward failure. Because if you sabotage it and you're going to fail anyway, well, you may as well just fast track, fast track the process and get failure out of the way. If that's what's going to happen anyway, let's just make that a reality now. So I used to see this happen all the time uh, working with the long-term unemployed, which is where I cut my teeth as a coach and, and learned so much about why we do what we do. You'd see someone who, you know, a beautiful human being, had a rough trot, um, made some tough decisions, got themselves stuck and were trying to get their life back on track. And so they'd work hard, they'd be making some growth and change, would be, would be really having some real progress in their life and they'd, they'd be rewarded for that with an opportunity to have a job interview or something they, they desired had now become a reality. They've got a chance to stand in front of an employer and put their best foot forward and get the job that they said they've wanted. Uh, it was really interesting though because just because they got the interview uh, didn't guarantee they were going to show up to that interview, which you'd think, why? Hang on, this is all that they want. Sure, but they, they're, they're wary of hope. They're wary of, well, but what if this doesn't work out? What if the person doesn't like me? What if I get rejected? What if I get the job and then I can't keep the job? Wouldn't it just be better just to stay in this place of failure? Because I know how to do this. This is certain. Success is uncertain. It pushes me out of what I know, the safe, known, the comfortable, into the scary world of the unknown. And I don't know what to do. That I can't survive in that place. So therefore, I will, will remain in a place of certainty. So, you know, sometimes they just wouldn't show up to an interview at all. Sometimes they'd show up, you know, disheveled, smelly, um, looked like they hadn't slept. Sometimes they were drunk. Uh, you know, it's just this fascinating discovery around getting in the way of success. Uh, you know, Nick Curious is, is an interesting example of this. There are a number of times where he's been seen out before a big match at 3 a.m. in the morning on the booze. Um, you know, that's a really interesting example of self-sabotage. Whatever he says about that, that is not a peak performance behavior. That is not pre preparing for a world-class tennis event. That's going, you know what? I'm not sure I'm going to win tomorrow. Um, I'm uncertain about the pressure. Can I cope? Can I stand? Can my body stand up? So, all right, um, fail is more likely than success. I will fast track this. I won't actually show up at my best anyway so that when I fail, I already knew I was going to fail. So there's my certainty. So to recap, self-sabotage is a quest for certainty. It is evidence of a lack of certainty. So how do we solve this problem? You know, remember from last week, if you haven't heard that, make sure you go back and listen to last 10 minutes Tuesday, which talks about my favorite problem solving idea from the last six months. And that is, uh, you know, question one, what problem are you trying to solve? Question two, are you sure that's actually the problem? Because often people get carried away solving a problem that's not, that's not actually the problem. And you know you're actually on the right problem when it feels like it's totally within your power to solve it. You know you haven't got the right problem when you feel overwhelmed. So if you think the problem's self-sabotage, well, how do you stop yourself self-sabotaging? I don't know. It's hard. I've never been able to stop it before. I'm overwhelmed. Cool. That's just evidence you haven't understood the problem. It's not a self-sabotage problem. It's a certainty problem. Oh, it's a certainty problem. Yeah, that's right. We all need certainty. If you don't have a high quality way of meeting the need for certainty, you will have a low quality way of meeting the need for certainty. But guess what? It's your responsibility. It's your life. Your cup that's being filled. 
So the aim of the game is to keep moving towards high quality certainty, finding things that you are rock solid about, finding things that you are guaranteed. Now that's interesting because what, what kind of things could you possibly be guaranteed about? You don't know that you're going to succeed. You don't know things are going to work out the way that you like. So that seems like uncertainty. Well, that is. The most resourceful form of certainty, therefore, is to embrace uncertainty and back yourself. Sounds like a paradox, but it is a beautiful one. Um, this, this ring, uh, you might have heard me say this before, this ring's a visual reminder of a commitment I made to my wife 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Sorry, sorry darling. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> um, every time I look at it, I feel certain about uh, my love for her, her love for me, and the commitment we've made to each other. This ring on my right hand is a visual reminder of a commitment I made to myself 10 years ago. That's the 10. Um, around when I, when I first learned this idea about the six core needs to embrace uncertainty and back myself, this was my own commitment to myself to say, do you know what, Jamin, uh, you've got this. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but what you do know is that when you get there, you'll work it out. You're a good person. You're a clever person. You're a creative person. You are a resourceful person. You'll sort it out just like you have every other day. Your certainty is your capacity to survive. Your certainty is your capacity to, to work it out. Your certainty is that you are inherently good. You are valuable. You are wonderful. I love you. I deeply love and accept you, Jamin. That is your certainty. So I don't need success to be my certainty. I'm free to go and bring my best. And if something works out the way that I hope, wonderful. And if it doesn't work out the way that I hope, I'm still going to be okay. I'm still fine. I'm still just as secure in who I am. I feel just as loved as I did whether I, if I had have succeeded. I feel just as certain that tomorrow is going to be okay as well. So um, there are times where I still see self-sabotage show up for my life, where I, where I find myself procrastinating or avoiding, avoiding the very thing I know is the, is the thing that would move me towards success. And I just go, oh, look at that. That's really interesting. It's just evidence of a lack of certainty. That's great. It means I'm looking for certainty outside of myself, which is never a sure way of finding it. The only resourceful way of certainty is finding it within. That's the thing I get to control. So for you, if you're noticing sabotage show up, realize it's not a sabotage problem, it's a certainty problem. And your work is to find high quality internal certainty. That is to embrace uncertainty, to expect things to be outside of your control, to expect things to go different than you planned because you have no control over it. The only thing you do control is your response. The only thing you do control is the script you are writing for yourself. The only thing you control is your beliefs about yourself. The only thing you control are the thoughts and the energy you direct towards your own soul. So if you've got control over those things, well then show up at your best there. Give yourself certainty and you'll find self-sabotage drop out of your life immediately. Hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. I hope you found the content and conversations useful. And remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around. For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out theinsecurityproject.com.